0: Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox.
1: Hello and welcome to Fearless Generations 12 Steps to Freedom. I am Kelly Fox and tonight we are starting step 3 which is connection and this is introduction night you know what that means it means anything goes and we're going to be talking about all things connection and i think that december is a perfect month for it because we get connected even more this month so let me get the show rolling and welcome my beautiful co-host Terry Sarah how are you doing today Terry
2: I'm doing great. It's nice uh we were gone for the weekend. It's nice to be home and connect with uh, familiar things. Yeah.
1: We had lovely connection this weekend. And um it's fun to be home and back with the kids and the hubs. Mm-hmm. So all kinds of good connection. And today is my uh now sixteen year old daughter's birthday. So we had yeah. some special connection going on today Happy as well. Happy birthday, Lily.
0: Yep. Happy birthday.
1: So, uh let's get this show on the road and welcome our guest coach tonight. Her first time to the show. So we're super excited. So please welcome Erica Lavelle.
2: Hi, Erica. Bella. Lavella. Welcome. <laughs> I am Lavella. Great, thank
1: Sorry. You. Yes. That's okay. I apologize. Mm -mm. (laughs) Well, we are excited to have you here. And we would love for you to share with the audience what is it that you get to do and who is it that you get to serve?
0: Oh, thank you for asking. And I love hearing about um, your lady's connection over the weekend and happy birthday to your daughter. Um, so I'm Erica LaVella. I am a bariatric surgeon and I'm co-founder of a online nutrition education company called Art of Bariatrics, where we coach and serve um, those who have had bariatric surgery and who would like to further their journey with more personalized support. Um, definitely talking along the lines of connection, connection with our bodies, connections with our nervous system, you know, healing those parts of ourselves that feel disconnected from our bodies. And so when I, um, discovered, uh, your show and what you ladies were doing, I was really excited to try to get involved.
1: Mm. Yeah. We love having here um, our audience. Some some don't know that both Terry and I have had gastric bypass, and so we were very interested in hearing and having you on the show to, um, you know, get the perspective of, of fear around, um, around that process, uh, coming up to it, after it, complications. Um, and because we've gone through that, um, and, and then wrapping that all up with connection. So I think it's going to be a great show tonight.
0: Oh, thank you.
1: Uh, Erica, what does connection mean to you?
0: Mm connection to me means shared presence. So oh. Oh. connection is, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, you know, there has to be two or more entities being present together in order to, you know, have connection And so, you know, in biochemistry terms, that's like a chemical bond, you know, between hydrogen and oxygen. Um, With, you know, humans, it's a connection to yourself and a family member. You know, you're both mothers, so you know what that's like to carry a baby and to connect with a baby and to have that relationship with children or, or, you know, in verse with your mother. But when we're talking about ourselves and our health and our health sovereignty. It's that connection with yourself and that connection with your body.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, your body Mm -hmm. is a
0: separate entity, but your body is a part of you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that.
1: Uh, I mean, in fearless living, we always start with ourselves. So that is right in alignment with us. Um, we have to connect to ourselves before we can really connect with other people. Um, you know we have to dive in and and uh, check in with ourselves every so often and and see are we are we in alignment? Are we connected with our values? are we connected to our spiritual self, our mental self our, our physical self, um, you know all those different aspects and are we um, are we fully engaged in our life or are we letting fear keep us back or, um, uh, you know, or, or something else. So, yeah, I love that you brought it back to connecting to ourselves.
2: I like the idea of, of, uh, adding the word present. I think, uh, in our, in my, uh, I do a little daily minute, uh, conversation around the step of the month and so it's called Terry Talks and I do it every weekday morning just a minute long and um, talking about connection for this month of December you know I like the way you said being present with another entity and that's Mm -hmm. where the connection occurs so you know talking about connecting to yourself I mean we're very complex beings you know we have a spirit we have a mind, we have a heart. And so we connect emotionally, socially, physically, intellectually, spiritually with ourselves. So that other entity is that part of ourselves that we connect with. And then for me, in my, in my journey, I have a connection to my higher power, which for me is God. And that connection is, um, you know, really connecting to my alignment with my values and my spiritual part of me and then connecting to others, um, you know, just other human beings. Some people uh, connect, have a super connection with nature. Some people have a, mm-hmm. a connection with animals, uh, you know, just whatever that that connection that feeds your soul and uh, helps you to be in alignment with uh, with those all those parts of yourself. I think that, you know, it's, It's interesting that we we think of ourselves as a whole entity, but yet we're a combination of so many uh, components and parts that bring us to that whole. And it's connecting with all of those. I was talking with a a gal that we've worked together off and on for years and uh, how important it is to, you know, some areas of my life I'm super connected. And uh, how do I access that management or that navigation of that part of myself to bring it to a part of myself where I'm not as connected and just you know really reflecting on that I think this month of talking about connection it gives us an opportunity to really look at those parts that that connect to make the whole you know the whole person and uh, how are we connecting mm-hmm. with these parts yeah so I like that being present you know being present with with my physical uh part being connected with my mental part being, you know, just looking at it as a, as a total, a total thing. And, and I think expecting, expecting ourselves to be, you know, a hundred percent connected with every part at every moment is a little bit, you know, probably unrealistic. Uh, But that desire to connect to our parts and and bring our whole being into, into alignment or in, in being present. So I, I like that little. I just love that word when you said that as a part of connection. <laughs> yeah, that that resonated with me right away. Mm, I'm glad, Terry. Yeah,
0: yeah, and the the you know, like you said, different people connect more strongly with nature. They connect more strongly with their their plants that they grow in their home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all of these different you know features of our environment are are part of the collective whole and mm-hmm. so um you know your energy can't can't always be on all of these things but um your ability to transfer that presence from thing to thing around you or you know being to being around you um i think all of these things really create a really wholesome experience um in a person's body and a person's nervous system regulation Mm -hmm. And so when you're really connected Mm -hmm. to your sense of self and how yourself interacts with the things and the, um, you know, the others that you're around, um, there's just a lot of peace in that. Mm hmm Yeah, I think that, I
2: I love that. that inner, you know, that inner peace or that when you reach that, you know, you reach that connection, you know, you know, at that moment that you are, that you are completely connected and you have that, you have that (laughs) inner peace. So that, that sense of joy. And I, I think we can't be there all the time, but when we can get there, it just, uh, it resonates in a way that it keeps us going, you know, it keeps us connecting and being present and, and striving to be more connected in, in different parts of our lives so that we can have those moments of that inner peace that knowing mm-hmm. that, yeah, we're whole. And, uh, you know, I, I've lived a long time and, and I'm finding that more and more now. I don't know if it comes with experience or it just comes with living life uh, as long as, you know, I've I've been here on the planet and I can get to that, that connect place of inner peace or joy. And that's lovely. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and, you know, life will present us with, um,
0: you know, I don't want to say necessarily problems, but, you know, we, we can experience grief. We can mm-hmm. experience um anger, you know, and we can experience, you know, interactions with other people who aren't as regulated or as aligned as maybe we want to reflect. But once a person can establish where they feel that wonderful sense of connection and that alignment and that peacefulness it just gets easier and easier to come back to mm-hmm.
2: it. Mhm. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I love all of that. I think that um the more we can be you know, connected with ourselves and be honest with ourselves and love ourselves, the more open we are going to be to expanding our comfort zone and that is what we are all about expanding that comfort zone moving beyond our our fear and living a, a fuller life and i i feel like um that is something that you are all about um helping people mm-hmm. live a fuller life moving past those fears that have kept them stuck in the previous one and so when you're working with um your clients, or or um, whatever you call them, I would say clients.
2: Yes. When you're meeting with your clients, Client, absolutely.
1: Um, great. Uh, where where does this come up for them, or does this come up for them a connection piece where they're reconnecting with food, or they're reconnecting with their body, or they're reconnecting with their mindset, or whatever it may be? How do you support them with that?
0: Yeah, I would say it comes up in every step of the way. You know, I think the other really delightful, empowering piece as as a coach, you know, it's it's different than a patient relationship in, like, the doctor setting. Um, But in the real coaching space, you can really listen to people with where they're at and meet them where they're at. And, you know, a lot of times people will come to us, you know, expecting a, a meal plan and nutrition advice and they want to get more, you know, holistically minded with their food and, you know, maybe they've regained some weight and some old habits have kind of crept back in or maybe they're immediately post-op and they didn't feel like they got a lot of good supportive education um, or time ta- time with their individual bariatric program where their dietitian will give them a calorie goal but not necessarily explain how different foods nourish you and why. And so, In my client coaching agreement, it's all about answering their immediate questions, you know, like with some science, but then backing it up to, well, you know, what is your emotional state right now? What Mm -hmm. is your mindset right now? What are your limiting, you know, tell me more, basically. And so when you ask somebody to tell me more, you know, a lot of times you can always come back to like an unmet need. There's some unmet need, and because of their previous habits, traumas, you know, life circumstances, um, you know, it's so easy to disconnect from your body and kind of go right back to the simple pleasures of, like, what pleasures me now. And so for some people, mm-hmm. you know, it's um, it's sweet. For some people, it might be alcohol. For some people, it might be um, you know they maybe they stopped caring for their body maybe they stopped exercising and you know it's not like what we're doing is you know groundbreaking and we're recommending some new fancy supplement or you know anything like that like this kind of work really requires patience kindness that self-love cultivating self-love and so i really just try to offer the most supportive nurturing like the words that a lot of people just don't often tell themselves enough, which is you mm. are worthy. Uh-huh. I am connected to you, you know, and a lot of mirroring um, and just really uh-huh. helping people, again, cu- cultivate, cultivate that sense of connection. Um, it, it can really come from anywhere. You know, it, it can be a relationship dynamic um, that a person might, might be struggling with. Um, you know, not everyone always has the most supportive partners or family members or you know, maybe their own children and their children's eating habits, you know, then kind of trigger them or um, maybe they're getting into a new relationship and they're, they're worried what their body's going to look like, or, you know, who's going to love them with extra skin or, you know, whatever the the dynamic might, might be. But we really try to cultivate a really loving presence with a lot of, you know, sound good, whole food, nutrition advice. And when we get people to connect with nature through food, um, that's kind of oh. what lights me up. And so I like, I like to, again, inspire people and motivate people to really think about food as expanding their relationship and their connection to nature. You know, where mm. does their food come from? What are the ingredients in it? Um, where, where, where are your vitamins coming from? You know, how are your vitamins mm-hmm. made? Um, how, you know, and then coming back to the basics, like we all need to feel safe. Um, and I feel like a lot of times when we're dealing with, you know, weight and, um, you know, weight related issues around that, sometimes the doctor's office doesn't always make a person feel safe. And so that's why it's been really nice to sort of expand really this coaching, um, you know, experience beyond beyond the clinical environment is because we're all humans mm-hmm. doing human work with the same temptations and pleasures and joys and, you know, really just kind of reestablishing that mindset of, you know, food doesn't have to be scary. We don't have to be restrictive. When we use food as medicine and we really honor our relationship to our bodies and we love ourselves, we are then in a different mindset to then make choices that are in alignment with what nourishes our body and what feels good. And so, Sometimes that is, you know, going out for ice cream with your children or eating birthday cake on a children's birthday, right? Like, of course, that is pleasurable and joyful and and peaceful. Um, And then, you know, what's on the other side of that? And if on the other side of that is a feeling of guilt or a feeling of I can't stop myself or, you know, who knows? I mean, not everybody gets stuck on the food part. Um, Some people get stuck on the self-love part and, you know, just, just not moving enough. And so then even on the movement piece, it's like, well, what kind of movement feels good, you know, mm-hmm. and, and where uh-huh. do you feel safe moving? You know, do you feel safe going for a walk out in nature? You know, are you lonely? You know, maybe this is the time to get a a pet, a puppy, <laughs> a puppy that we can walk and take care of and, you know, connect with. So, really just connecting with each individual, meeting them where they're at, addressing their their questions, but then always diving deeper and coming back to those very basic, basic needs that we all have, safety, um, relationship, love, connection, um, you know, food, water. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: <Yeah>. Hydration.
0: <laughs>
2: Hydration.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: That's a big one. Yeah. 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 Sometimes their programs focus so much on
0: protein and calories that, you know, people will come to me and, you know, they're drinking protein shakes and, you know, eating chicken breast and, you know, they're all constipated and, you know, it's
2: Mm -hmm. like, oh, so. Yeah. We we, we meet people
0: where they're at and we we listen to it all and, you know, we, we, we take it all in.
2: So, um, yeah. You, a lot of the uh, people that you you coach, you know, you're making that delineation between coaching and being a physician. Um, are a, a lot of them people that you have performed the surgery on, or do you just uh, put it out there? And, and there's a variety of people that you do. You do group work with groups or individuals or both.
0: We do some group, mostly individual. Um, so yeah, we have um, like online courses. Um, meal plans. And a lot of our online coursework is, you know, again, all this information about how do we foster these relationships to ourselves? um, Mm -hmm. Where does nourishment come from? Nourishment outside of, you know, how we traditionally think about nourishment. And then we also do like VIP programs. So in the VIP programs, it's, a lot of one-on-one conversations back and forth and a lot of, you know, highly individualized um, coaching that way. Uh-huh. And our uh-huh. clients, um, they are not clients that I have operated on. Um, this is really an online environment. My clients come from Australia, uh, oh, yeah. my most, you know, Jamaica, um, Europe. I mean, it's, it's really a, a worldwide web, so to speak, of support um, that we're putting out there great awesome that's great my, my clinic that's great yeah i feel like patients get a lot of this stuff
1: too oh that's good yeah i feel like we or at least i didn't feel like i really had a lot of uh support from my doctor per se but um a lot of people that i knew had the surgery before me and so i was able to ask them questions, to go to them for things. But there definitely was a lot of fear evolved, involved in going um, and actually getting the surgery. And then I did have um, a complication afterwards, which caused fear too. But I think that even now, I don't know, I think I'm like 11 years out or something like that, there's still... There's still like a, a disconnect between me and certain foods, um, and so I think it's like it's that ongoing process. Do you? So you were talking about people who uh, that come that have maybe started to gain some more weight and they want to they want to get under get that under control or that they've just had the surgery. Do you also work with people who have? You know, had the surgery fifteen years ago,
0: yes, yes, I would say that's probably the bulk of our clientele is people who have had surgery in you know the remote kind of um, past and um are really just looking for a community of, of mm-hmm. support um you know gastric bypass specifically because you rearrange the g i tract there there's a lot of microbiome disturbances, and so yeah. um, I hope I hope you ladies um, resonate with some of this. But you know, learning what that is, um, you know, pH imbalances. You know, you, you don't have any stomach acid anymore mixing with, with with your food, and chronically over time, a lot of people can even get pancreatic insufficiency, and they can have um, you know a lot of loose stools. They can get dumping syndrome and reactive. Uh, low blood sugar, that's called reactive hypoglycemia. And so we really just take our time, you know, assessing what, what, what foods do people love? And then, you know, the beauty about it all is from a gut health perspective, it's not about what you don't eat as much as it is about how many more new plants can you consume, how many different herbs can you consume. The more variety of whole foods you have in your diet typically represents a more, healthy um, gut microbiome environment. And when the gut microbiome is healthy, then you hormonally are healthy. You make most of your serotonin and um, GABA, which is another neurotransmitter for relaxation and peace. So there is a biochemical component to how our food breaks down, interacts with our microbiome, and then our microbiome can then manufacture these feel-good hormones and neurotransmitters for our brain. So we teach a lot about the gut-brain axis. um, And and how do you improve upon that given the, you know, wonderful weight loss tool that somebody had? um, But just knowing that there's some some side effects to that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I definitely
1: think that, and I need to have a conversation with you (laughs) about all of this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but we are almost Happy to out of time, you. ladies. Yeah, we are almost out of time. I thank you so much for being on the show. You've just opened up my eyes to see that there's a lot more that I can know um, about um, what's going on in my body and how I can support myself to, um, you know, be more knowledgeable and um, eat better uh, to, you know, take care of myself better and love myself better. So I'm, I'm uh, definitely interested in continuing the conversation. Um, but we want to give you the opportunity to share your contact information with the audience and um, anything else that you would like to, to say.
0: Yeah. So we're on Instagram and Facebook like the rest of the world. Um, we are Art of Bariatrics. You can direct message us on there, um, on either platform, and we will respond. We also have a website, artofbariatrics.com. And like I said, we offer a variety of, you know, very accessible programs. Go at your own pace, online courses with meal plans. Meal plans can be separate. Um, Our courses have wonderful content. And then you can also work with Bonnie. Bonnie is my um, registered dietitian and co-founder. Um, you can work with us individually as well through our VIP coaching programs. And, you know, periodically we run sales and deals and, you know, you can join our email list. We're, we're always writing articles. Um, we have a blog on our website, um, just really sharing and highlighting this, this, this information. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's probably about, about it for how you can get in touch with me and how you can work with me.
1: Awesome. I love it. And if you could go into our Facebook group and uh, put a link in there for our listeners so that they can have easy one-click access to you, that would be awesome.
0: I will definitely do that. Thank you so much for suggesting that. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So we um, are just down to the wire. So, Terry, is there any uh, last thing that you want to say?
2: No, I just really appreciate this conversation and uh the synergy between uh the three of us. I I think it's been revelatory for me and I just feel like it's been a very worthwhile um synergy. So I, I love it. Yeah. Aww, thank you, Terry. I love this. Connection.
0: I feel
1: the synergy too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, likewise. I love the connection we have made. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. We want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. To find out more about Terry and I, go to fearlessgenerations.org, and you can find out all about our upcoming workshops, our group program, Stepping Towards Freedom, where we delve deeper into these 12 Steps uh, and uh, just explore them even more, one step a month at a time. And you can also find out about our fundraiser that we are doing this month for suicide prevention. So go check it all out and um, get uh, all that information there. You can also find us on social media uh, under Fearless generations with an s on the end we thank you so much for being here with us tonight and until next week everybody be fearless
2: thank you erica bye thank you bye